1: Braxton, you said
0: something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a, a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. You know, I think that these kind of conversations, the way that I want to see these work is almost like we get on and you know, we shoot the shit for a little bit, and then I'm like, "What topic are you hitting me hitting hitting me with this week kind of deal?"
1: then okay, quit interrupting my fly shop story. I like, I like, I, I got a fly shop and a gun shop,
0: not a pawn shop. No, no, no. I mean, like a p a w n shop. As your gun shop. Oh
1: wow! When you say when you say pawn, it sounds a lot like porn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I pondered that too much to see if I could think of where there was a porn. I do think I have a pawn shop. I've only been in there once, but I hit it off pretty good with the guys. But no, I, I, this is Royal Gorge Anglers. Okay, awesome. I've done a lot of fly fishing. Within the seven months of COVID, you're trying to become better at the uh, fly fishing game.
0: Well, you are taking some fish spot and stalk fishing, right?
1: Yeah, which is to me like it's. I think it's why I love fly fishing. I, I, I like. There's a lot of things that I like this thing better than this thing. Like I like fly fishing better than farm pond fishing with a spin casting reel but i still love farm pond fishing with a spin casting reel but fly fishing when i when i the first time that i ever caught a fish that i spotted moved into position and casted to try and drift in front of it and then caught it was a uh, a pretty exciting time for me
0: uh, just to make sure that i'm on the same page as you are you sitting on the toilet
1: no. No. Does that not look like I'm in the bathroom there? I am in the, I am in the I am in the bathroom. Okay. But it's it's the only room in the house that I can put two layers of door in between me and the kids hoping to slow them down as they run in and ask if they could have a soda or something.
0: There we go. There we go. So this is going to be the first of many hard hitting conversations, I guess, right? How do you want to structure this? You want to just rock I think and roll? So. Yeah. I think everyone knows who I am. So I don't need to introduce oh, myself.
1: Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Uh Cody Heichman. Not Second, uh, nearly as well known as Robbie or as egotistical.
0: Damn, damn. Second hand man, right hand man, sergeant of arms of blood origins. First time.
1: All all of the above. That's
0: right, that's right. The article that uh, you sent me, um, I think if you just Googled it. I
1: found it. it. Well, you can't just Google giraffe conservation. Turns out that there's, Forty-seven thousand ngos saving there's more people saving giraffes than there are there's more organizations saving giraffes than there are giraffes so this conversation uh
0: is going to be frequent hopefully if we don't just decide after this first one that it sucks ass but um horrible idea This is going to be a hard hitting iron sharpening iron type conversation. Uh, We've had these in the past over the phone and you had the bright idea of why don't we record ourselves talking about these issues and uh, you're pretty good at poking. I'm pretty good at answering. So the topic for this week obviously is giraffes.
1: Yeah, more specifically, humane society of the united states and someone else with the defenders for wildlife maybe no it's no no this time it's center for biological diversity oh yeah and hsus have uh on october 15th they filed a notice of intent to sue the u.s fish and wildlife service Mm mm-hmm Because the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is failing to protect giraffes right through through the ESA. Um, I think like here's the questions I always have for you and you've hoodwinked me like the rest of the people with the accent and all the doctor crap that you know what you're talking about on this like how is the Okay, let's let's do it this way. I'm in full favor of protecting endangered species. Same here. 100%, like even more so, obviously people that are watching this probably figured out by now that you and I are also hunters. Yep. Um, Unless it literally came down to a human being's survival, like actual day-to-day survival. I'm 100% in favor of laws protecting endangered species. I think you I would think find that
0: 95%, if not 99% of hunters would have exactly the same
1: Yeah, standpoint. Yeah, if not more, right? Like, like just it's, it's a one in a million that would shoot the last one or even shoot them into a counterproductive number, right? Um, so I think, I think that's an important place to start on all of these things, because I truly believe that a whole bunch of the world thinks there's like seven giraffes left. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like I'm exaggerating for effect It's a thing I do a lot, but I I think that a ton of the world thinks like, man, if we don't stop this, we're not going to have any more giraffes come November. Right. Um, and a lot of that comes from miscommunication, whether it's intentional or not. So if I, you know, I think that's where we should start. What's the state of giraffes are, are giraffes like, you know, the dodo bird was six months before we didn't have any more dodo birds. What what's the status of giraffes? Some subspecies. Yeah. Other subspecies. No. So
0: there are four subspecies of giraffe, northern, Maasai, reticulated, and southern. Okay? When you break them apart, that's what that's the confusion, right? You didn't hear about all four of those in the H S US article, right? You just heard about giraffes. Giraffes. And so that's the right. problem here is that this this lumping of all these different species and subspecies essentially under one umbrella, which is actually the issue that all of these SADC countries, and the SADC countries are all the Southern African countries, took issue with CITES because CITES put giraffes on Appendix 2 because of the pressure of these leftist anti-wildlife, really, (laughs) anti-hunting organizations. And so when you look at it, here's, I've got some numbers here. So the Giraffe Conservation Foundation, I'm not, these aren't figures coming out of a hunting organization. This is the Giraffe Conservation Foundation. Southern Giraffe, almost 55,000 Southern Giraffe. Maasai Giraffe, 35,000. Reticulated Giraffe, 15,000. Northern Giraffe, 5,600. So obviously the Southern giraffe being the most numerous, right? Here's some real cool statistics for you. 75% of the Southern giraffes live in South Africa. Of the 75%, 90% of the 75% live in Limpopo province. That means that 70% of all Southern giraffes live in two of South Africa's nine provinces and the Northwest province, sorry, Limpopo and Northwest provinces. Of the two provinces, more than seventy-eight percent of the land is fenced for hunting.
1: Terrible, terrible! What they're doing to those giraffes. The uh, it see that those are the details that like it's weird to me, right? Like I don't think if you'd asked me five years ago, hey, are you ready for the? conversation you're going to have with Robbie about the geographical dispersion of the locations of the four different subspecies of giraffes <laughs> but I think sometimes you have to get into that so that people understand that there are and it's also it's not like ants right if there was a species of ants that there was only 70 80 thousand of those ants left that would be a more drastic thing because you can lose you know two or three footsteps and a human being can walk out 10 that knock out 10,000 ants, if it's all right, the the giraffe population of some subspecies in some geographic areas is fairly, is, is not only solid, it's growing. Um, and again, you know, the little jab that we like to throw in is where it's most solid and growing the most is in areas where hunting is part of that process correct?
0: Yeah, and, and it, it speaks to the whole thing that you started with. If there's an animal that's endangered, hunters do not want to see less of that animal. We want to see more of that animal. Same thing with giraffe. Why do you think they are the most giraffe in the areas where there's hunting? Because hunters want more giraffes. It's a simple,
1: simple logic. Well, you've also re- replaced an economical aspect you you've given some economical value to the animal whereas before if it's a straight agriculture area another thing that i think is really hard to comprehend right and it was even weird for me a little bit the first time that i went to africa is even the uh, most iconic of the megafauna can really be a pest Mm -hmm. They can really, really, really be a true and legitimate prop. Like when we see it as Americans, when we see a giraffe, it's in a zoo or some kind of a park. And it's just this beautiful thing that we go and look at and we can't, and it's only a positive thing, right? The giraffe is just good. Um, But I imagine that they could just uh, devastate agricultural scenarios. I mean, there's a gigantic animal. They're eating tonnage. Well, I would say
0: that uh, that's a little bit uh, far-fetched. Giraffes are not going to—they're not going to chew through ag because they're browsers. They don't eat grain. They're, they're not grazers. They don't eat grass and stuff. They eat trees and brush. But they don't—they the don't get into is.
1: gardens. They don't—they don't get into corn. No. They need no. To eat high? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, see? Okay. All right. No. Absolutely not. No, the giraffe itself is I'm, not going to be like a pest animal. Obviously, any animal overpopulation. Are you, are you checking if giraffes eat corn right
1: now? Yeah. And it turns animal, out if you put corn on a cob on a great big long stick and put it up to them, they will, in fact, eat it.
0: Any animal in a high enough population... Uh, i.e over the carrying capacity of an ecosystem is always going to be detrimental to that ecosystem it's not going to be classified as a pest in agricultural terms so you know we can't use that you can't use that as an argument to say that's why Um, we answer offs sorry but
1: no i'm not I, i wasn't i was using it more of the economic argument that at any time that people have an animal that's doing any type of damage or is an impedance to anything and there's no economic value to it, or they can eat it, and they're truly in a survival situation, the value of that animal's life staggers down. Correct.
0: But in the case of giraffe, the the value that that animal has is twofold. One, aesthetically. You know, going to Africa, seeing a giraffe is iconic. Number two, from a hunting perspective that's where the value of that animal lives okay what did you see that that's yes. going back to the humane society article there was one thing in there that they really pushed to make it sound really bad that there was there was a massive problem in uh from a giraffe conservation do you remember i remember i just want to see if you
1: remember um no, I don't remember. I'm scrolling. They touted, really they
0: touted like there was like twenty thousand giraffe bones that came in, or there was a it was a ludicrously high number of giraffe parts that were brought into um America, that were imported into America.
1: Do you remember that? Uh yeah, the numbers that they're touting are it's basically the equivalent to one giraffe a day as a as a trophy hunt as as a as a hunting trophy and then an additional 1400 giraffe bone carvings 4700 bones and 3000 skin pieces which
0: so it made you it made you think that beyond the the one a day there was all this other stuff that was being taken at the same time right
1: well, yeah, but those, the, the last ones, like the one a day to me is a much bigger number than like 1,400 bone carvings. I, again, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but you probably make a hundred bone carvings out of one giraffe, right? I mean, I, I, don't, I, I made that up, but...
0: No, no, the logic's yeah. there, right? Lots of bones in one giraffe. And so what they're doing is they're conflating this number. Now, their number about the actual number of trophy giraffes hunted is actually nearly accurate uh when you look at the iucn and you look at the reports um between 2006 and 2015 there was approximately 300 giraffes taken a year and imported into the us so you know that's about i know i know know. i'm either
1: going to make what so what so give me a percentage of the population
0: Less than 05 percent of the global giraffe
1: population, and I, I said that for those of you that don't know, I—if if you know Robbie, you know he has that queued up on a notepad, probably <laughs> in some little leather-bound, <laughs> leather-bound. No, pre- not leather-bound. Not leather-bound. As I'm googling whether or not giraffe eats corn, he's been. Uh, Pre pre showing this probably run through rehearsals talking to himself in the mirror. Um, (laughs) It's to me to me that like all of this like the facts are there that it's not a cause of declining populations. The facts are there that it's a cause of increasing populations. All the facts are there. They're wrong. And still the thing that pisses me off the most is the Humane Society of America telling like not even contemplating the human effect. Like that's the thing I've almost never, maybe never, but I don't know if I can say never. So I'll say almost never try to get a person that's against hunting to be for hunting I think that's a giant bridge to gap if someone's adamantly against taking the life of an animal that's a big bridge but the cause and effects and the the necessity of it are the things that you've seen I'll go I'll lose sleep on a night if I can get into the right thread with someone um, that wants to claim that hunting legal hunting is detrimental to wildlife populations um but the thing that truly pisses me off in this whole deal is hsus not understanding the effect they're having and the just this kind of empirical mindset of you know the, the next generation of colonialism of us telling africa how they should do business how they should handle their wildlife Um, without looking at the numbers especially in south africa where they're, they're doing all right right i'm not doing all right they're about to make our white tailed deer success not look as big as it was they're doing so well in south africa and expanding animal populations across the board don't get me wrong i know someone watching this will have 14 things that they are doing wrong and there are some shitty things happening in some places over there. There's no doubt, but I just don't understand being ten thousand miles away, and just that kind of judgment that gets cast over there um, when it seems like, you know, they're they're coming out of an incredibly turmoil time in that region, still a fair amount of turmoil over there. And they've got some things they're doing right and we still have to tell them because they're not doing it our way. They're not, they're not doing it HSUS's way. Um, <laughs> we should sue our own government about it. That circle of idiocracy is amazing to me.
0: Well, let's, let's revert back to what they're wanting, right? So HC, HSUS wants US Fish and Wildlife Service to list, giraffes as an endangered species according to ESA. ESA, the Endangered Species Act, is a federal regulation for America and Americans. So when they get, let's just assume giraffes are listed on ESA. What that does is it doesn't really do anything for the, the countries and nations upon which that regulation is being promulgated what it's doing is it's promulgating it against American citizens as a direct driver of the cause of that animal being endangered. Follow me? Absolutely. So the rhetoric here is, okay, and and I'm talking from this side, I'm talking from the H.S.U.S. standpoint, it's like, okay, well, let's do this. And what is it gonna do? It's gonna stop Those people who want to go put value on this animal in these countries, it's gonna prohibit them. It's not really gonna prohibit them. I'll I'll take that back. It's gonna make them jump through a lot more logistical hoops and hurdles to be able to do this thing that they like, which is hunting giraffes, okay? I myself will probably never hunt a giraffe. I just don't feel the need to, I don't have the drive to, but people like to hunt giraffes. So what will happen? well esa they do have financial assistance but very limited and you can imagine the amount of money that is quote unquote limited to go to these countries to help manage these conserve manage and conserve these listed animals it's probably it's probably negligible right so as you said they've now put it's
1: definitely their- less than their legal defense fund Every time they get sued by HSUS, <laughs> go ahead, sorry.
0: No, no, you're absolutely right. So what, what's, what's the outcome here? The outcome is you've taken the value away from the animal with the regulation. Instead, what we would like to see is, why don't you say HSUS, and this is to your point, that the uh, anti-hunting organization will never side with hunting. Well, why don't we side with each other? Why don't we get on the same team? Because what would we do on that same team? we would go after the threat and the major consequence of giraffe population declining, which is the illegal trade in giraffes. Not the legal trade, the illegal trade.
1: Right, well, you're, you're saying we would actually care about the population of giraffes and not about click through on the HSUS fundraising page. I'm an optimist. I see that. So
0: yes. I, I would say that
1: that is exactly no, i you. you've seen me do it you've seen me propose the exact same idea on social media before through the blood origins account to people who claim to be animal rights activists animal animal conservationists and i I've, I've offered it up i I've offered all of blood origins reach and resources the first time I ever did it I did it and then after I did it, I called you to ask if it was okay that I had just done it and said, hey, we'll partner with you right now. We we don't care what organization there is. We care what the project is. Um, But if you wanna partner on a project where it's hunters and whatever you wanna label yourselves as, whether it's animal rights activists or conservationists or anti-hunters, let's go make there be more animals just plain and simple. Um, and I even, every single time I offer, let's put them somewhere. Let, let's, let's increase this habitat or move these animals or do this conservation project in a place that'll never be hunted. To prove to you that that's, it's not what it's about. Um, I've offered it up multiple times and it's literally, and with every time I've offered it up, it's come to fruition that that wasn't their goal. Um, I think their goal is to fundraise and make money. And certain things, you know, HSUS, Defenders of Wildlife, rode the wolf for so long in the United States with their fundraising that they're they're looking for something else. And people are going to like giraffes, right? Been a yeah. lot of giraffes in Disney movies, and and I, it's another another thing that my first trip to Africa changed in my mindset was i think i was uh I think I was in awe of the charismatic megafauna of Africa right in this weird way that that it's just not it's just not fair to the people of that Af- like we think that elephants and giraffes are more important than the people of africa like mm-hmm. that's a it's a it's a thing we do and are guilty of and and I wasn't doing it consciously, I just thought you know. I don't want to hunt over there. And then I get over there and there's a lot of animals, South Africa, and the hunting does a ton of good. Yep, I don't know how to, I don't know what's next.
0: Anything else on giraffe conservation? Anything else tied to your article that you found that you want to talk about?
1: No, I think, I think that the sub points to me are just the misinformation. Um, and, the. Uh, you know, I, I, I really think it's modern day colonialism. That the, that the superpower is messing with the non-superpower because um, we don't think they're doing it right. And don't, you know, I, I had somebody the other day say like, oh, if, if, uh, if, if we knew about a slave trade over there, then we should just leave this a stupid argument. That's a stupid argument. We're not talking about a human rights thing. We're talking about a group of people using a renewable resource to expand their economy and make their situation better. Um, and we're not talking about violating human rights with it. So don't come back at me with that crap. That's the part that really and truly bugs me about it and the part that I think that if more people understood that, hey, it's kind of like if you name your, your uh, I don't want to open that can of worms, but if you name your organization Save the Giraffe, right? Like what kind of a jackass doesn't like you? You know what I mean, and there's a lot of that going on today. You name your organization right, and anyone that doesn't like you is just an asshole. But it's not real. It's it's save the giraffe over the priority of the people, and also attack the number one savior of the giraffe. It, it, and it's all in the name of fundraising, um, and. I think that it's uh, one of those cut and dries. There's a lot of these, I'm sure we'll have these conversations down the road where there's some of them that aren't just cut and dry, right? Um, That aren't uh, quite as easy and adamant to talk about, but the organized and legal hunting of giraffes is doing wonderful things for the giraffe population. That's just a fact.
0: Yeah. And I'll, and I'll leave, i 'll leave a couple of seeds for you to think about and for the audience to think about when you th- think about the four species subspecies of giraffe, one in the south, three in the north, one of which reticulated is in Tanzania, which is hunting opportunity. The other two sit in Kenya and northern Kenya, where there is no hunting and it's no coincidence and it's a very pretty. you know, if you'd start doing the math, the correlation to areas that you can hunt these animals and areas that you cannot hunt these animals, that's what it comes down to. And so you start unraveling the idea that the threat to giraffe conservation and even the IUCN says it, the threat to giraffe conservation, as well as add all other probably African species that are in peril, the the charismatic megafauna, are not threatened by hunting. They're threatened by illegal offtake. And hunting as a tool, hunting as a mechanism, is there to reduce that illegal offtake because of the value that the animal now brings.
1: Well, then most of the data points to that also, either number one or number two is habitat loss, right? Yep. And another thing that hunting reduces. If you if you take a piece of ground and make it valuable as a as a hunting property, it doesn't the, the, the wildlife stays. If you convert and in any way develop that as a human habitat or animal agriculture or full blown plant agriculture, the wildlife suffers and, and becomes a pest. So I think, uh, yeah, I, I, don't know why they won't ever join us to fight the real problems of population decline when there is decline. I also think that someone got bored when they were naming the giraffes, like, <laughs> like one guy got reticulated, yep. then the Masai, right. Yep. yep. And then they're just like, ah, uh, screw it. Do north and south on the last two. Like the <laughs> other that's those it's uh the, the north and south got screwed in the naming process. I would definitely want to be a reticulate, reticulated reticulated gets you more luck with the ladies than north or south, if that's they're, your name. They're
0: they're better looking as well, actually, if you Google it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's why they got the cool name. My mind is my mind starting to stray into the bigger philosophical thing of this, the whole I think we should stick to giraffes, or I could turn this into a two-hour podcast, and everyone's starting off. Well, why don't you, 10 why don't you hold
0: that till the next one? I agree. All right, boss man, Sergeant of Arms, you're a giraffe expert. Good
1: talk. Eh, I know a giraffe expert, and that's really all I want to accomplish in my giraffe knowledge.
0: <laughs> all right, buddy. See ya. All right. Better.